Hello and welcome to the Gateway House podcast. My name is Deepika Vikram Singh. I'm a website manager here at Gateway House. Today we're continuing our podcast series on the US elections and we're going to be discussing the third and final debate between Donald Trump and Hillary Clinton which took place earlier today. We have Ambassador Neelam Deo, director at Gateway House, joining us over the phone. So, uh, this debate started off interestingly enough, uh, but not for some of the reasons that one might have thought. Uh, the debate actually seemed to uh, begin as a very genuine policy debate. Hillary Clinton and Donald Trump brought up, uh, uh, tackled some very important U.S. policy matters like Supreme Court judges, uh, gun rights, abortion, and even touched on immigration without anything going uh, too badly. But the shift definitely came after uh, Hillary Clinton was asked about an email which had been leaked uh, by WikiLeaks. And after that, it's like the debate returned to its regular format of, you know, repetitive exchanges on terrorism, trade, and of course, personal attacks as to who's uh, who's behind what. Um, So Neelam, I want to get, what did you, what did you make of this, of this debate? And was there anything new that came out of it? So I'd say that uh, the, the debate began, and in fact, I think uh, uh, Donald Trump's supporters would be pleased that he was quite disciplined. He stayed on message, and uh, he had some real uh, issues on which he took fairly cogent positions, but also he was able to actually uh, attack uh, Hillary Clinton on the question of her leaked emails since those really do seem to be more incriminating than the previous ones. But uh, the whole discussion will, I think, be dominated by two issues. And one of those is that uh, when asked whether he would accept the results of the election, since he's been talking about rigged elections, etc., Trump refused to say that he would accept the results, saying that he would decide after looking at the results. That's more or less like saying that if I win, I will accept the result, and if I don't, I'm not going to let you know that in advance. And that's going to be a lot of, that's going to be discussed a great deal in the aftermath. And it will certainly be criticized a great deal by the Democratic uh, campaign. The second issue, which uh, was quite a startling position is where he basically made it clear that he, if he became president, his appointees to the Supreme Court would try to abolish the Roe versus Wade position on abortion. That is, which opened up the question that the rights of a woman to seek uh, abortion. Uh, and this is, a, this is quite a serious matter because we just saw in Poland, where the Polish parliament tried to introduce a law law, uh, to basically abolish abortion for women under any circumstances. And uh, literally tens of thousands of men and women came out to oppose that. I think that will generate even more opposition in the United States and finally lose him any support among suburban white women, which are an important constituency. Right, um, and and you as you mentioned um, with with regards to the emails. Now, um, 
as the moderator called it when it came to the foreign hotspots uh two external developments really seemed to take uh, center stage um the first was the other continued uh, email leaks which uh, wikileaks is putting out and this and the other is the uh, the the military offense happening in mosul which uh, is being which is being conducted by iraqi and kurdish forces which are backed by the by the united states which uh, started earlier this week now both candidates allege um that these events are happening in favor of the other uh, trump trump says that the mosul offensive is now happening because um because you know of hillary clinton and this, and they wanted the, uh, they want to like help her uh, win some win some points on that on that matter and on the other hand hillary clinton says that russia is trying to influence this for this debate uh, and the election by uh, by having these email leaks come out and in fact ecuador his has uh, was recently uh, in the news uh, for having cut julian assange's um, uh, email access which uh, people say is uh, the the ecuador bowing down to the uh, us state department um so you know neelam you were you were for a former consul general to new york in the us you spent a lot of time there um i just want to actually get your opinion as to whether there has ever been this kind of uh alleged foreign intervention in a US election you know uh, the allegations of uh, foreign intervention uh, i have not uh, seen them before but equally it has not really been possible to do the kind of thing that russia is alleged to be doing you know cyber warfare is a relatively new uh, weapon so to uh, speak you know uh, hacking of emails exposing them etc it's a kind of modern day watergate uh, uh, which happened in the nixon era which is a long time ago so no i have never seen this before uh, and i think the content of the emails uh, is damaging for hillary clinton and the fact that ecuador has restricted uh, assange's uh, access to the internet quickly uh, under us pressure though i doubt it after all they have given him uh, refuge in their embassy in london for more than 4 years now uh, what it could uh, uh, signify is that perhaps they themselves are having doubts that there is some collusion here to try to influence uh, the elections uh, themselves but it is at the same time uh, uh, a bit rich for the americans to accuse uh, the russians they have themselves interfered in everybody every other country's elections uh, through various institutions that have been set up to uh, you know supposedly promote democracy in other uh, countries right. so whether the russians have actually uh, uh, coordinated this or, or ordered it at the highest level as uh, they as the democrats say that putin himself is doing this that detail never gets uh, known but certainly wikileaks uh, has in the past also put out this kind of information strategically at a time when it thinks it can influence some kind of important event so that that's to deal with uh, the email question uh, secondly uh, on uh, the, uh, the the fighting in mosul the effort to uh, retake mosul here of course trump simply repeated his old allegations that isis would never have existed 
if uh, the Obama administration and Clinton had not withdrawn forces. Uh, he continually said that, you know, we had Mosul and you let it go, etc. So that kind of thing is the old accusations being recycled. He brought Iran back in to say that not only was that deal uh, the worst deal ever uh, and that $1.7 billion has been given in cash to the Iranians, refusing to acknowledge that this was Iranian money which uh, had been sequestered by the Americans and is only returned under court judgment. So, and the reason it was paid in cash, according to the Obama administration, is because the channels for money transfers to Iran have not been uh, cleared as yet. So, they brought Iran back into uh, this equation. And he did reiterate that uh, the only gainer, even if Mosul is retaken, will be Iran, which has sought to control Iraq and to influence the whole region. So, in a sense, from his point of view, the critique was more cogently made. Right, but at the same time, he he was uh, making allegations that this offensive had you know sort of come into play in order to benefit Hillary in this at this point of time. So yes, you're absolutely right, and which is why he kept saying that uh, only Iran will benefit, but that the timing of it by the Obama administration is intended to help. Hillary Clinton's uh, campaign. Uh, that itself is unusual. And uh, we have not heard before allegations that the uh, United States would encourage uh, actually military and war activity in order to influence the elections for some time. But you know what is called the October uh, surprise? Uh, these, these things have happened before, uh, including uh, during the Vietnam War. Certain offenses are supposed to have been undertaken with a view to timing on the elections. And certainly it is well known that the rescue of the 200 and almost 50 hostages from the Iran embassy, the deal had been worked out, but the Republicans were able to persuade the Iranians to hold on so that, uh, Jimmy, uh, uh, so that Carter would lose that election. So I would say efforts have been made in the past as well. Right. It, it certainly, it, it's certainly interesting to see this kind of uh, scenario play out. But finally, I want to come back to what you what you rightfully uh, high, uh, marked as the highlight of the night, which was uh, when Donald Trump uh, declared that he would leave uh, would leave the American people and I guess the rest of the world in suspense as to whether he would accept the the the, the result of this election. Now, this comes in the in the wake of many unsettling uh, reports from Trump supporters. Um, you know, after the, the after the rhetoric given by Trump, saying that this is a a rigged debate. Uh, you know, his supporters have have uh, have spoken to the news, saying that you know, uh, you know, we'll we'll we'll, we'll launch a coup. We'll uh, we'll they'll threaten a civil war, and it just seems that in general, um, the impact of this election. Um, might might be really long term in terms of you know the kind of effect it might have on the on the populace in terms of casting doubt on this on the on a very important democratic practice in that country. If you can't trust the elections, then what can you trust? 
um, so what what do you how do you think this entire uh, event is going to play out in the next few weeks i think in fairly negative ways for the american political system which as you say in the past of course elections are very heated affairs and all kinds of things are said about each other and there has been manipulation of external events as well to try to uh, gain advantage but the results the outcome of an election have almost invariably been accepted including you will recall when uh, al gore lost the election to to bush because of what was clearly manipulation of the outcome in uh, florida with even the supreme court stepping in to stop the recount so but al gore accepted uh, the uh, the result and basically sought another kind of career including teaching and promoting his work on the environment so this would be actually one of the first times that uh, a the losing candidate if trump loses refuses to accept the outcome and certainly he has supporters who uh, could do anything even though he uh, accused uh, hillary clinton of having caused the that had happened in the campaign in chicago it is a fact that his supporters uh, the kind of slogans they use you know wearing t-shirts which say trump the bitch as a reference to hillary clinton uh, and the kind of slogans which are shouted lock her up put her in jail so uh, there can be violence following the election if the outcome uh, goes against uh, mr trump and if he refuses if he continues to say it is a rigged election that the process has been rigged it will have a negative impact on the political process in the united states which by and large has been a civil process and where the outcome has always been accepted right so it it, it definitely seems like there'll be a lot to to see and uh, a lot to follow in the next uh, 20 days with the election set to happen on the 8th of november um so with that neelam i uh, time for this podcast comes to an end uh, i'd like to thank you once again for sharing your insights on this debate thank you uh, we hope you enjoyed this podcast please like and subscribe to our podcast on soundcloud and itunes